Hello, this is Patrick from Expression, and I'd like to show you how to use the Record Client in the Expression Studio with Clips option. What I'm looking at right now is my Expression Studio, and you notice on my toolbar I now have a button up here, a red square button, a record button. I'm going to click on Record, and you'll see that a Record Client will open up. What I'm looking at right now is I have bars and tone coming into my system. Um, that's my input that I've got available. You notice I have a couple of fields here at the bottom I want to talk about also before I start doing records. I have to give a destination where this file is going to get recorded. I pick it off of my local file system and by default it's going to go into the same directory that Expression Studio was installed in. It creates a folder called Record. I can leave it there. I can also browse for other files in my file system. I can also use the Explore button to find those different locations. I'm going to leave it where it's at right now, but I want to name my files and if I'm going to record them I get a base name. So if I start recording and I record a series of them, it'll just put a number at the back and keep incrementing the number. So I'm going to put in today's date, for example. So 0721, and I'm going to do recording one. So if I click crash record, you'll see that it puts a file in the system in my directory, and it's not finished yet, so it's really nothing I can work with. And I have an information window that tells me that I'm recording. It tells me the duration of what I'm recording, the location it's going to, and it's got a buffer. So it's caching all the files it's recording, and it will let me know if I've dropped a file. If I click Stop Record, that ends the recording. And if I'm going to click, you know, first off, you'll notice there's a thumbnail that's drawn for it. I'm going to do another quick recording here. I'm going to do Crash Record again. And you notice as I do that, it serializes the files. So, you know, I have a today's date recording one where the original didn't have anything. And now if I do Stop Record, I now have two recordings in there and you notice that it generates the thumbnails for the two recordings. I want to put them into my system. If I click on one of those um, thumbnails here, if I right click on it, I have the opportunity to choose whether I want to create material or send to um, Clip Store. If I choose create material, it'll send it as a material to my existing active product or project I should say. And if I go back and click again, right click, I'm going to send to Clip Store. It gives me some information about it. I'm going to make this uh, an asset that I can use with PBUS or VDCP or AMP. I'm going to give it a recall ID of 1221 and I'm going to assign it to a project so that I can find it later. I'm going to say this is going to go to my news project. I also have the opportunity to um, put tags on these where I'm going to say this is a looping file and then it's pre-multiplied. When I click transfer clip that will send the asset over to the clip store and the function is all set when I see the close button pop up. So I'm going to click close and I'm going to close my record client. I'm going to go to my sequence layout because it's the easiest way to find all this. And you can see that I now have 1215 or 2015 recording one in points, out point and length are the same. The file format, a thumbnail, the flag or the tag is LE for looping and I have audio channel set as well and you can see there's a recall ID of 1221. So that's how I get an asset into Clip Store and also use my record client.